Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Okay, we're ready to roll. Um, would y'all like to open us in prayer? Absolutely. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we bind every demon in hell that has come to steal, kill, and destroy our lives. We shake ourselves loose in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Father God, we put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace on our feet. We take the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, and the power of prayer. Father God, we ask for a greater anointing with a greater grace. Father, anoint our words. Father, open the listeners, the viewers all around the world, Father, open their spiritual eyes, their spiritual ears, convict their heart, illuminate their mind. Father, draw them closer to you in these last minutes we have before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you for this time. We put the blood of Jesus Christ around this transmission worldwide, and we bind every demon that's tried to interfere this transmission. We bind you with the threefold cord, and we loose the word of God now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. I say amen to that. Uh, Brother Bill and Sister Valerie, as we're getting started tonight, for those that may be tuning in for the first time, tell us about your ministry your 24-7 radio broadcast, TV show, and uh, how they can tune in. Yes, we have a uh, Luke418radio.com. It is an international, uh, international, it is an internet radio, and uh, we are on 24-7. We play the uh, greatest hits of the uh, Christian music, uh, Luke418radio.com. And uh, also, um, we have uh, powerful podcast teachers live on the Monday Night Live we have at 7 p.m. Pacific Time on the Luke 418 Radio with your host, Pastor Bill and Valerie, and co-host, Pastor Kenneth Ramsby. Pastor Kenneth Ramsby is uh, the uh, pastor of the Luke 418 Fellowship in Texas, and uh, I'll tell you, with, with him on board as a co um uh, co-host, I'll tell you one thing, we, the, the anointing and the power just flows as we do these live radio programs on Monday Night Live at 7 p.m. We have, throughout the week, we have different variety of different uh, podcasts that are 
educating you in the Word of God, that are pointing to the Word of God, uh, teaching how to live in the kingdom of God. And so if you tune in uh, anytime, 24-7, seven days a week, you'll be able to be blessed. The music is anointed. It pushes back the darkness. So tune in today. What's also exciting that we just birthed uh, last year a Luke 418 church up there in Nevada, Henderson. And um, I'll tell you, they are going strong, they are multiplying, and they have a, a great outreach with the youth there, and they're doing deliverance every single day on their youth. Their church is growing strong. Um, I'll tell you, many churches have tried to open up a deliverance uh, church or ministry up there in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And it's been real hard ground for many, many years. And God has has opened the door for the Luke 418 Church to plant a church there. So that's our, our second campus up there. Our, our main church is in um, San Jacinto, California. And uh, we have our services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. We stream on YouTube, have our services at uh, 5 p.m. on Saturdays. We have our streaming service on um, 6 p.m. on Wednesday. We have a Zoom called the Luke 418 Kononia Fellowship. And this is where everybody comes together on Zoom. And we get to see each other's uh, beautiful smiley face and, and broadcast this on the YouTube. I'll tell you one thing. The Holy Spirit sure been leading us in a theme since the COVID lockdown started of uh, an outreach. We are the uh, voice in the wilderness to the church of edifying, building up the church, getting ready for the coming of the Lord. And the theme is that to get right or be left. And uh, we've, right. been, yeah, <laughs> we've been doing some really in-depth studies of what God requires for us to prepare ourselves as the bride for the coming of the Lord. This is awesome. And we'll give this information out again later. Main website again, though, what is it? That is Luke418radio.com. Okay. Tune in right now. Matter of fact, we are simulcast this uh, Omega Man awesome. program right now. Awesome. Shouts out to everybody out there. Um, hey, before we continue today, and I want to give you the mic, take all the time you like. Um, we had an interesting discussion last program. A friend of ours, Pastor John Terrell, who's in Sacramento, said uh, he has been looking for people to mentor and uh, and train in deliverance and uh, he can't find any students. And I was thinking the same thing today. Where are the youth? They're not here turning into uh, Omega Man Radio that I know of. In fact, I think the average listener is probably 45 plus. And I'm thankful for anybody who tunes in. But I was thinking the same thing today. If the Lord were to tarry, Brother Bill, Sister Valerie, and let's just say um, he, he comes back uh, down the road a bit, uh, our generation isn't getting any younger. In fact, many of the great uh, saints that we've had on this program, the Lord's already took home. Uh, we've lost so many people. Uh, of course, they worked, and then the Lord took them, and they're with the Lord Jesus tonight. That's where I want to be at the end of all this. But where do we go to find the kids? They're not tuning into podcasts, I don't think. I don't think they're tuning into Fox News and uh, mainstream media. Where are they at? And then it can't occur to me. I'll tell you where they're at. And I want to get your thought on where they're at. I think they're all over on TikTok. And um, <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> TikTok is huge. It is huge. Um, here in Indonesia, people ask me sometimes, what do you do? And I say, I'm a podcaster. And they're, they're like, what's a podcast? And I try to think, how do I explain that? Uh, I thought they would know what a podcast was. So have you heard of uh, iTunes, Spotify? I'm no longer on Spotify, but that's by choice. And they said, oh, Spotify, okay. Um, I could say I'm a YouTuber, but I'm not a YouTuber. I just do audio now. So um, they're not listening to podcasts over here. Most of them don't have a computer. But everybody's got a phone, and everybody knows about TikTok. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that's where they're at. Um I wanted to ask you, what's your opinion? Where do you think they are? And if they are on TikTok, uh, have y'all looked into um, simulcasting over there? Because uh, 
I think we need to reach these youth. If we do not reach the youth, who's going to come up and take our place should the Lord tarry? Uh, just yeah, saying, we got to be absolutely. prepared. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I tell you, we need to have our outreach on uh, uh, TikTok. I've been waiting for the platforms to improve. I think they were just allowing you to have a live stream for about 15, 10, 15 minutes before. I don't know what it is now, but, um, but yeah, it seems like everybody's on TikTok. Even um, they're taking the videos from TikTok and putting them on uh, YouTube. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you're exactly right. Uh, and they, they're subject to change any time. But it was like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I can tell you as of about six weeks ago, I did a test. I thought, you know what? I know it's getting a bad rap. Everybody says, oh, it's communist control, but come on. Everything in America is intercepted by the NSA, so let's stop being hypocrites. All of us are being spied on by everybody. So I'm not worried about it. Um, I'm not worried about the Chinese doing anything to my iPad. But So I got an iPad I just used for Kindle. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take and set it up on a tripod here. And I'm going to do a, a podcast. But I'm also going to simulcast on uh, my iPad through TikTok with a lavalier mic. It worked great. And I will tell you, uh, I went well over an hour. I know you wow. can do at least an hour live stream. Now, if you uh, want to upload a video, you don't want to do it live, then they uh, they suggest you break it into 10-minute increments. So I uploaded a 30-minute video, and I broke it into three parts. But live, not a problem. And um, I was surprised. I had like 400 people uh, jump 400? on there. Oh, wow. I thought, wow. I thought, That's amazing. I might get 20 on YouTube. That's 20X. I said, whoa. <laughs> What's going on here? And you know what? Yeah. You know, uh, I'll tell you where kids are at, too. They're playing video games. we got to go where they're at, right? Exactly. I bet you, you can get them to fill up churches because these kids want a job. And, you know, they get bored with a lot of the programs out there in the mainstream churches, you know. Um, they just don't fit well. Uh, but when, you know, they like to go on video games and fight demons and fight goblins uh, it's an easy jump over into the real world. And um, once they catch the fire of the Holy Spirit, and they know that they have the authority to cast out demons, I bet you you got a whole army out there waiting to be trained. We just got to get over to them. Exactly right. Exactly. You do have a whole army. Yeah. Uh, we have great success. We've heard of great success in Nevada, in our church in Henderson, and wow. the young pastor, Pastor Rob and Priscilla Lazardo are there with the senior pastor, Colette Boudon, and she's giving them the, the reins. She's, she's training them, but she's giving them the reins, and they're bringing in lots of kids. They're bringing in lots of youth, and they have wow. a good amount of kids, and, and uh, it's wonderful. And uh, they've got, they've got the, the fire, and they know how to minister to the young kids. Yeah, they, I tell you, they're hungry for this, too. Yes. You know what? That's so awesome to hear that that has come to the Las Vegas area. Talk about a place that needs deliverance. And uh, I enjoyed living there for almost three years over in Summerlin area. Um, and uh, I didn't know where I could go over there. At that time, I don't think there was much going on. Uh, but it's, it is needed now more than ever. So you've got a base camp over there established for the Lord. And it's exciting what you're doing. Folks, welcome. We're live with Pastor Bill and Valerie French. Luke418radio.com. I'm going to step back and throw you the mic. Take it away. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, folks. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. We just praise the Lord for the Omega Man Radio that is broadcasting worldwide. He's been doing this for uh, decades. And uh, let me tell you something. You know, the information that's coming out of the Omega Man Radio is it will hit right home, okay? So we need to, uh, you know, have God to open our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, so we can really apply what is being taught. And right now, the Holy Spirit is trying to educate us because Christ is coming. And so we need 
as a church of walking in holiness and righteousness, forsaking the stinking thinking life of sin, and start applying on the new man, the new uh, creation that God created us to be. You know, Satan works very hard and over time using his demons to to lure you away from having a relationship with Christ Jesus. As the Word of God says in John chapter 15, that we are to pursue, to draw close to Jesus, and then he will draw close to us. This is so uh, important that we do this, and if we do not do this, we're just going to be ravaged by the demons and by the lust and by the temptations of this world, and we won't be building a relationship with Christ Jesus. You know, folks, we got to understand what the Scripture really says, is that, you know, we in, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God had raised Jesus from the dead, we'll be saved. And then we must follow through in Romans chapter 6 of being uh, submerged underwater, being baptized. This is, folks. This is where this is where it all takes place in baptism. That's where the change of ownership takes place. Where you died with Christ and you were buried with Christ, and now you have been resurrected with Jesus Christ. And he says, "What's really awesome is this." He says in the book of Ephesians, "Either the two, the Gentile and the Jew, he made a new species, a new creation." We're no longer Jew and Gentile. We no longer go back to our roots of our nationality. We are a new creation, a new species. Matter of fact, the Bible says we're aliens to this world. We are dead to this world, and we have a new home, which is the kingdom of God. And in Ephesians, it, it says, the book of Ephesians says that he has made us sit in the heavenlies. And where are we sitting? We are sitting at the right hand of God right now with uh, Jesus Christ uh, with God. And so we have these spiritual blessings that God has given to us, and the enemy is working so hard that we do not use these spiritual blessings here on earth. Folks, we need to be educated. We need to teach you how you could walk in this world with uh, with uh, living a life of holiness and righteousness and using the spiritual blessings as God's given you to further the kingdom of God. Praise God, yes. The children uh, need, they need guidance because what they've been taught is totally wrong. They've been brought up and they're, they're tainted with all the demonic garbage that the devil is feeding them to alienate them from a true God and living God and Jesus Christ. And once they get the fire, once they find Jesus Christ, their torment is over and they are rejoicing in that and they get it. And the the veil is torn from their, taken off their eyes and they can see where the enemy has got in and trying to destroy their lives. And it's a great delusion, just like Second Thessalonians chapter 2 speaks about. It is a great delusion that has been put on them. And uh, it is far more uh, evil and sinister and wicked than anything I've ever come across in all the years that I've been on the earth. And uh, these are definitely the last days that we are in. It's very dark out there. We're seeing a total radical change of um, communism, socialism, to unify the world in one religion of communism, socialism. And this is what Satan is trying to do to unite the world in evil to prepare for the Antichrist to step in and take control. And so we, the body of Christ, we're the remnant, we are his bride, we are the ones that are holding back the full force of evil, and it's so important that each and every one of you make a decision, a choice in your heart to follow God with all all uh, with all of your heart, with all of your strength, with all of your mind, to totally follow God two hundred percent. 
and you got to forsake these evil ways. See, God specifically opens up his word and says, listen, I want to bless you. I want to take care of you. But listen, these are the things I ask you to do. Jesus said, do you love me? Yes, I love you, Lord. No, he says, do you really love me? Yes, Lord, I really love you. No, 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 no. Do you love me? And then he says, obey my commands. See, he is looking for you to be obedient to the rules of the kingdom of God. If you're violating the rules of the kingdom of God, you're not loving Jesus. It's very simple, folks. And so God has given you his spirit to empower you so you can overcome sin in your life. It's so important that you overcome sin. Because, you see, sin stops you from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. It is so important that we have a relationship. Now, let me share with you. Uh, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, saying the prayer, and following through through a baptism, that gets you into the kingdom of God. But, you see, there's another step you have to take. You must build a relationship with Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. That's uh, This is according to John chapter 15. You see, you're a branch, and I'm a branch, and Jesus is the vine. We're, the branch is connected to the vine. And what determines an individual to produce good fruit and another individual to produce uh, bad fruit is by their heart. Are you allowing pride? Are you allowing sin to be in your life? If you are, then you're producing bad fruit. And there's a warning in, uh, in John chapter 15 that says, if you're producing bad fruit, the father, who is the gardener, he's going to go ahead and clip you off the vine and throw you into the lake of fire, into fire, folks. You know, there's a warning there. See, we must pursue Jesus and build a relationship. Be real, uh, building a relationship isn't 15 minutes a day, folks. You know, I, I think if I just spent 15 minutes a day with my wife, I think a year later she divorced me. <laughs> she married me to be with happy. me. <laughs> you know, you know, what is this? Only 15 minutes with God. You know, see, the thing is that, you know, if we just have 15 minutes with God, the rest of the day we, we are we, we're on our own time. That's where we get in trouble. You see, God wants to build that relationship with you where you are walking and talking and having fellowship with God 24-7, 365 days a year. You see, folks, God wants to spend time with you. You need to learn how to incorporate prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is communication. Communication with God, walking and talking with Him. And start talking with Him as you just go out through your whole entire life, morning, afternoon, and evening. Even in morning... Uh, and uh, the time when you're sleeping, you know, wake up, you say, hey, God, how you doing? You know, what's going on? You want to speak to me now? Your servant's listening. You see, folks, we need to learn on a regular basis to spend time with Jesus throughout the whole entire day instead of just giving him 15 minutes of your time. The rest of the time, you're in trouble with the devil <laughs> all day long. You see, you need to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can empower you, give you the strength, give you the grace to overcome the temptations of this world. Yes, folks, you have to forsake the vices and the sin in your life. God wants us to walk a holy and righteous life before Him. There's no better time to come to God, to forsake your sin, to ask forgiveness for all your sins, and to walk right before the Lord your God. God is looking for those who are going to be serious about serving Him. And we must forsake all sin. And, you know, this day and age that we're living in is different than the earlier days when I grew up. People really had this idea that they, would, had, they knew what sin was. They knew that they needed to ask forgiveness for their sins. But now, 
you tell that to someone on the street, a young person, and they look at you and they're saying, what is sin? I don't have any sin. And see, we have to go back a step and we have to explain to people that man was born in sin and he needs a savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And this is a whole new area that we need to minister in because the kids don't think they have sin. So we need to explain what sin is and they're surprised to find out that what they're doing is sinful. And once they understand the sin, then we bring them the news of the gospel and preach to them about Jesus Christ and the way of salvation. And But the only thing that the devil didn't think about is the fact that he can get a whole nation, a whole world into believing there's no sin, but there are consequences for sin. This is a spiritual law. And no matter who you are, whether you're the president, whether you're a servant, whether you're poor, no matter what station in life you are in, there are consequences for sinful behavior. And this is where the open door happens and the devil walks in. And then the devil can torment your life. And many people have come to our ministry because they're tormented. They may not even believe that Christians can be demonized, but they come anyway because they're so heavily tormented by Satan. They want relief. And they find out that it is true that Christians can have demons. And they get set free. And it's wonderful to get set free from demonic oppression, demonic possession, <laughs> demonic torment in your life. But you must walk a righteous and holy life before God. Because if you sin, it'll open the door and then demons will come in and they kill steal and destroy. That is the devil's aim in anyone's life. He wants to destroy a man or woman created in God's image because he hates that. And that's where the world is heading, folks. The New World Order, the communist, all the agenda of Lucifer is to wipe out Humanity that is made in God's image. He wants to eradicate anything on the earth that reminds him of God. So the earth is heading toward a place where everything about God, everything about Jesus Christ, will be taken out. And that's why we're seeing such a move toward apostasy. Even to the point where I believe that the devil wants to destroy Anything that God created, he wants to destroy the earth. He wants to make it sterile. He wants to make it void of anything that reminds him of God. And that's where I think the people are headed. Uh, absolutely. You know, folks, it's so important that we get right with the Lord, that we um, forget, uh, forsake sin. And uh, we can do that today by just saying, Father God, forgive me of my sin, knowingly and unknowingly. I repent from this. I renounce this sin. And Holy Spirit, help me. Pour out your grace upon me so I can overcome this sin. You know, in James chapter 4, it says that God gives grace to the humble. He doesn't give grace to the prideful. Do you understand pride is the same sin as witchcraft? And so when we think we can do this on our own, we're prideful. God says, you can't do anything without me, John chapter 15. You can't do anything. I can't do anything without Christ. I depend on the Holy Spirit every single day for moment by moment. He empowers me. He leads me. He guides me. He directs me. He pours out his grace upon me. He makes sure that I'm taken care of as long as I'm listening and having a relationship with him. See, folks, this is where it's missing. Many Christians today are missing that relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
You see, the Holy Spirit was given to you in the day when you followed through through your baptism. The Holy Spirit came upon you and has dwelled in your spirit compartment. And now since it's living, he's living in your spirit compartment with you, wherever you go, the Holy Spirit's right there. And it's so important for you to learn how to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, to teach you, to train you, to empower you, to be your deliverer, your healer. You see, that's why God gave his spirit to you so you can be successful in this world today. Pastor Valerie. Yes, folks. You know, we're coming into a time at the end that is so different than anything we've ever lived here on the earth. There's warnings in scripture that says that the seven-year tribulation will be like no other time in history. It will be so evil, folks. And we're starting to see the in the pre-tribulation hours that I believe we're in, we're seeing the changes in the world. We're seeing the changes in society. Lucifer is bent on changing your DNA. He wants to change humans' DNA and make people, men and women, in his image. That's right. In Lucifer's image, yep. not in God's image. That's right. So there's so much going on in the spiritual realm, and it's so much like the days of Noah. And there's a just a huge amount I could say about that, about mm-hmm. how God is is allowing this time on earth before the second coming of Jesus Christ to be a time where it was like the days before the flood. Mm -hmm. And it is coming to that point, folks, and it's very, very frightening on the earth to see what's happening. Yeah, we're seeing uh, America not be America anymore. You know, and um, I'll tell you one thing, everything is going as planned as Satan wants it to usher in the Antichrist, folks. And God wants to to prepare you to endure to the end, to endure to the end. But you see, the only way you're going to endure to the end is for you to make a decision in your heart. I'm going to live a holy and righteous life. This is what was the whole plan of salvation was, to redeem you from sin, to redeem you from the ownership that Satan has uh, uh, controlling you, and to place you to switch a different owner. (laughs) Jesus, he bought and paid for you. And now all he is asking for us to love him, obey the rules of the kingdom of God, draw close to Jesus, and then he'll draw close to you. Folks, listen to that, what I'm saying. For you to come to Jesus, then Jesus will come to you. It isn't that you're trying to pump down God, come down, come down, God. No, no, no. You have your part. You must be in co-union with the Holy Spirit. You must learn how to walk with the Spirit, talk with the Spirit, so He can teach you, He can train you, He can build you up into what God has ordained for you to be here on earth. Yes, that's absolutely true, folks. These are the final hours. These are the last days. We must Find Jesus Christ in our hearts and walk circumspectly with him. He's looking for a bride without spot and without blemish. He's, we're like the five wise virgins that had oil in their lamps. That means that we must have the Holy Spirit guiding us, leading us with us every day, every moment. We must put on our armor daily. That's so important to fight the enemy. You know, I was at a conference once, and I was helping a woman put on her armor. I said, you know, you got to have the armor of God on you. And she goes, really? I go, yes. So I was starting to lead her through the putting on the helmet of salvation. And, and her daughter was sitting next to her, and her daughter just leaped out at me and said, what are you doing? You don't put on the armor like that. That's ridiculous. And she, I mean, they were both Christians. So there's a lot of people out there that think that it's not literal. But in Ephesians 6, where it talks about putting on the armor, 
It is literal, folks. God wants you to put that on every day. And it's powerful to say it out loud in the spiritual realm. We must put on our armor every day. And I found when I do that, I'm a lot less attacked by the enemy. The, the, the attacks are not gone completely, but I'm much more suited up. And in the spiritual realm, they see it like a suit of armor on you. And the devil can see that armor on you, and it, it's harder for him to come and attack you. So, folks, there's things in the Bible, the scriptures, that are literal, that are very powerful in the spiritual realm. And as Pastor says, if we learn these spiritual laws, we can become equipped saints in the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and we can be powerful warriors here on earth to fight the enemy. And this is what we need to be equipped in these last days, because the devil has come down, as it says in Revelations, because he has a short time. And woe to those on the earth. So we can be equipped, powerful warriors in the kingdom of heaven and fight the enemy in these last days, or we're just going to be taken out and we're going to be thwarted around like some rag muffin or roadkill on the, on the, on the, on the pavement because the devil is serious about attacking and killing and stealing and destroying you. But God has given us his power of attorney. He has given us all authority over scorpions and serpents. Nothing by any means will hurt us. These words are true if we believe them and use them effectively coming against the enemy. Right, Pastor? Absolutely. You know, we got to be prepared. You know, folks, we're in a spiritual battle, and it's so important that you put on the full armor of God and ask God to give you a greater anointing with a greater grace for that day to anoint your words. You see, folks, we are designed to draw close to the Holy Spirit, to listen to the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit to empower us, give us the marching orders of what we need to do. We need to start building kingdom business. Kingdom business. Remember, you no longer belong to this world. You no longer belong to sin. You belong to Jesus Christ of holiness and righteousness. And this is what you are supposed to do. You're to walk a holy and righteous life. That's the whole gospel presented right there. So he would take you out of the works of sin. And so you can start living a life of holiness and righteousness, pleasing under God. You see, that's where all, when you do this, that's where all the promises start uh, engaging into your life and manifesting. If you're living a life of sin, folks, you're not going to have the promises of God work upon your life because you're working works of evil. And God talks about this, that we need to turn from our wicked ways. We need to repent. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord so God can give us the grace to overcome these attacks, a grace to overcome the sin in our life, because God's power is greater to pulling down strongholds in our life. Now, folks, every Christian these strongholds are the most common strongholds that that uh, Satan uses to pull us down or to stop us in our tracks, to stop moving forward in the destiny that God has for us. The first stronghold, the most common stronghold is rejection. That, you know, Satan really uses the church to reject you, pastors to reject you, a mom and dad, grandpa and grandpa, your children. Somebody's got to reject you to open this ungodly door so anger will will start being the second stronghold as we get angry at those who have uh, offended us you know maybe you just wanted to be their friends or something and and then they turn around and stab you in the back and you get angry about that that's the second stronghold the third stronghold is despair after you get angry in an unresolved conflict you become very uh, depressed about it 
it's unresolved. And then the fourth uh, stronghold would be fear. You start fearing uh, having relationships or even going out and talking to people because you're afraid of they're going to reject you. One of the biggest um, um, powerful tools that Satan uses is rejection and abandonment. We find the, um, the fifth stronghold would be abuse as we have these Four strongholds in our life of rejection, anger, despair, fear. Now it's abuse. Satan's going to come and abuse us emotionally, mentally, physically, verbally, sexually, spiritually, in order to bring us to the sixth stronghold, which is self-hatred. Many Christians today are walking around hating themselves. And let me tell you something. This is a sin. God wants you to love yourself so you can love your neighbor. That is the second greatest commandment. This is why Satan comes and sets traps for you so you'll fall into these traps so you'll be angry at yourself that you won't love yourself so you cannot love your neighbor. Yes, and the most interesting thing about the six strongholds that if you have all six strongholds, the devil comes and tempts you with suicide. Many people have killed themselves, unfortunately, and because they have been taken in by all these six strongholds. And you know, one of the strongest strongholds in my life that I had to conquer was fear. And I had anxiety attacks for 17 years, and it was horrific. I had to battle with that every day, panic attacks. It was horrible. And yet, through all of that, God taught me how to overcome fear through this ministry, because I didn't understand that a fear was a spirit. And there's many people out there, especially in these last days, that are living with fear. In fact, a lot of them won't even go out of their homes because they're so frightened. And then it creates a physiological problem in your body where you can't, uh, you can't go out of your house. You become trapped in your home. But you can have victory over this. And you can be viable. And I have had victory over panic attacks, over fear. I was addicted to a terrible psychotic drug to get over those panic attacks. And it was horrible to get off of it, but I got off of it. I did this all through the Holy Spirit, helping me and God leading me and helping me through everything I went through. And now I'm teaching, preaching. I'm out and driving around. I don't have any fear. I don't have any panic attacks anymore. And it's wonderful. There is victory over that in your life through Jesus Christ. And praise God. You know, another thing I wanted to mention is how important tithing is. Oh, yeah. When I was younger, I was taught that when the we had these long rows that everybody sat in called pews. Pews. Boy, they stunk. <laughs> <laughs> Pew! And we had these little bags that you would uh, plate or a, or a bag or something. They would pass to one to the other. And... Um, we sat kind of far apart from each other, right, Pastor? Yeah, and that's uh, right. we're yeah. just kidding, folks. Yeah, we're just kidding. Folks. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we had these plates that you would put a few dollars in, and I thought, oh, that's the tithing. That's how you do it. And then one day, the Lord spoke to me, and I heard Him say this: "Why are you tipping me?" <laughs> And I went, tipping you? Tipping you? <laughs> so I learned that that's not what God wants. <laughs> he wants us to pay our 10% tithe according to Malachi he, chapter 3. He wants us three. to give and not pay. But oh, give. excuse me. Yes, give. give. <laughs> our donation if we, of 10%. If we have to pay him, then he's going to shake us down. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's what God requires in Malachi chapter 3. And also our offering before the Lord. It's so important. And yeah, when I is. started tithing, my finances turned around completely. Isn't that amazing? It did. God's word is true, isn't yes. it? Yes. 
He said he would pour out a blessing. And God meets my needs. He does. And he gives me my godly desires. Yeah, he does. Yes, a godly desire. He gave me to you. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I wonder if that was a blessing or a curse sometimes. <laughs> oh, it was a blessing. I hope it was a blessing. It was a yes. blessing. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I'm Guaranteed. still on your good side. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, folks, it's so important. You know, uh, some of you are struggling just to give a tithe. You know, you're, you're tipping, you know, send a dollar, a quarter, 50 cents or something, <laughs> you know. But you see that it, it's a requirement. It's a law. You see, God wants you to obey the laws of the kingdom of God. And when you obey the law of giving your 10 percent of your total check to the Lord, OK, and uh, what what takes place is that he rebukes the devourer and uh, he says that he will he promises to uh, protect you and and give you favor and to give you multiplication and I found this to be true in my life past value you found that be true in absolutely your life? absolutely you know I remember the many years where I wasn't paying my tithe and uh, I was I was like working three jobs just to try to survive and it still wasn't enough so folks you want to get God on your side, you want to be obedient to the rules of the kingdom of God, and then you'll see the blessings overtake you. Amen. Praise God. You know, these basic principles of the kingdom of God are so valuable, and they've changed my life. And there's many Christians out there that don't know anything about the enemy. No, they don't. They haven't been taught. You know, I have a degree in and biblical struggling. studies. Yeah, they're struggling. And the whole time I was in school and college, they never taught me anything about the devil. Nope. Just what was in the scriptures, you know, about what he did and how Jesus cast him out. There wasn't anything in depth. There was no spiritual warfare. And I was struggling for many years until I came to this ministry and learned deliverance. And now I'm well equipped and I'm when you know your spiritual warfare and you understand it, how the devil operates, you understand the scriptures in a completely new light, in a much deeper way. And when you see those scriptures about the enemy and and in the Bible, you're not going, what? I have no idea what that means. But now we know exactly what that means. Yeah, it's amazing. When you start learning deliverance, the Bible opens up to you and you can understand what the Scripture's talking about. Yes. You know, when you when you uh, don't uh, understand or, or even understand the third part of the ministry that Jesus Christ did, you know, there's Bible verses in there. You're just like scratching your head. What does this mean? You know, but I'll tell you one thing. God wants to open your spiritual eyes, your spiritual ears. Do you have ears to hear? Do you have eyes to see? If you don't ask God to open those spiritual eyes, ask God to open those spiritual ears, ask God to give you that hunger and desire to draw close to Jesus. So Jesus can draw close to you. Yes, folks. You know, we are in the last days, and I keep saying that, reiterating that, because now on the earth, people are manifesting. Yeah. And what I mean by manifesting, manifesting in the bus. is that demons, they try to keep silent in years past. The devil's biggest cover-up was to prove to the world that he wasn't there. He didn't exist to the Christians. Uh -huh. And he did a pretty good job of that. You didn't see much of that out in the open. Mm -mm. But nowadays, you're seeing it more out in the open. Man, just go in and uh, make an account on TikTok and see everybody manifest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> TikTok, I'll tell you, TikTok. the government in this, some of these horrible governments and the things even in our country doing now is all this censorship yeah. of the Christian well, what is that? teachings. What is that? And persecution. What is that? Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, what is that? You know, censoring you from YouTube and, and Facebook. It ain't the same anymore. Even on the t-shirts, you can you can say, I hate I love the devil and have blood and skeletons and demons oh, all yeah. over your body, and nobody says a thing. Yeah, they love that. But then when you come with a Christian t-shirt that says get saved, <laughs> ah, they're gonna throw <laughs> you out cops. of the mall. Call the cops. Call the cops, put them, them in, in jail, prison. rip up the shirt. That's right. Rip you know, that you get thing a mob off. on top of you. 
This mm-hmm. is ridiculous, folks, but this is the end days. <laughs> this is. is where we're at. Exactly. And people, even unbelievers now, are commenting on how people are acting so strange and doing these demonic things. They're, they are strange. I'll tell you, there's a lot of strangery out there. There's there's more strange. Yes. Those are strange gods. Yes. Strange demons. Yes. Yeah. Now the old gods from the Old Testament have come back. Mm-hmm. We have Kali. We have Molech. Mm-hmm. We have Baal. We have all the gods are coming back in the open now. Well, Baal and Molech was pretty upset when uh, they shut down uh, that abortion clinic. Yeah. Yeah, when they um, said it's no longer legal to have an abortion. Boy, Moloch and Baal, they were just furious. Furious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have statues have been replaced with Baphomet. With Baphomet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The one who loves to, uh, actually the spirit behind that is uh, a transgressor. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wicked, folks. There's so much going on out there. Uh, one of the worst things that I have seen in my lifetime are these story hours with the drag queens. It's the children are being so indoctrinated by evil, and it's going to take counseling to help them because of the trauma that they are getting in their little bodies from seeing this horrific uh expositions at such a young age and the books now in the schools oh, with the witchcraft horrible. in the library in the libraries and yeah. explicit sexual material yeah. to these young children and it's, la- and it's labeled perfectly normal yeah it's uh. all labeled perfectly normal uh. so this whole generation is being tweaked well, that, that's why that's why we need to have an an outreach to the youth yes to correct that stinking thinking yes, and show them the truth where God's word says this is not normal. Right. Going back to true morality. Because when you go ahead and practice in this immorality, you open the door for demons to come and possess you. And the more you practice it, the more the demons come in and start taking over you because they want to become you. And that's what we're seeing taking place people are manifesting out in the street all over the place because the 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 goal of satan is to overthrow anything of morals and bring immorality and lawlessness and chaos anarchy that's what he wants a whole world of chaos yeah yeah that's why he's trying to throw out all the civil laws well it does say in scripture that that uh when uh, when the world says peace and safety, it means that the world had to be in chaos. And when the world is crying out for peace and safety, that's when the Antichrist starts stepping in. Yes, so it's Folks, it's that real way. close. There is a seven-year tribul- uh, tribulation period, seven years of chaos that is coming rapidly upon us. Are you ready for that? Are you ready? Are you drawing close to Jesus? And is Jesus drawing close to you? Are you purposing your heart to walk a holy and righteous life and start forsaking sin? This is why deliverance and inner healing is so important for we to go through because it's the children's bread. We're almost at the top of the hour. Welcome aboard. If you're just joining us, we're live with Pastor Bill and Pastor Valerie French, Luke 14 Radio. Uh, guys, I just realized uh, a little ways back that somehow I became decoupled from Blog Talk Radio, and I need to connect this back with the switchboard. Would you give me two minutes to reconnect, and I'll call you right back? How about uh, 59 seconds? Okay, you got it. I'll be back in a <laughs> We'll give you two minutes. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to happen there, but let's let's try that again. Stand by. I saw some people coming in there, and I didn't want to miss them. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please enter your host. To start your show now, press 1. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Okay, I apologize to those who have tried to call in and uh, found us not broadcasting on Blog Talk. 
it dropped and I didn't uh, catch it in time. Okay, let's get Brother Bill and Valerie Fritch back on. Hang on just a second. Here we go. Awesome. If you need prayer out there, press option one. And we'll take Praise the Lord. Praise Welcome God. Back. I apologize to people that try to get through, and uh, sometimes that will happen, but we're reconnected. And if you're in the queue or would like to be for prayer, whatever you need tonight, call in. Amen. 319-527-6080. Again, 319-527-6080. Uh, great message tonight. What shall we title that for the archive, by the way? Ah, Pastor Valerie, what do you think? The basic principles of the kingdom of God. There you go. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, before we go into phone calls tonight, today actually, mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, where are you tuning in from? Uh, I want you, Brother Bill and Sister Valerie, to uh, tell people again how they can join with you on an awesome thing that God has created there through you, this 24-7 channel and uh, any other announcements you'd like to make, how they can support your ministry. Go take it away. Uh, absolutely. Folks, you want to tune in to Luke418radio.com. Uh, Monday nights live at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I'm your host, Pastor Bill and Valerie French. We're all live broadcasting from coast to coast on that night. You want to tune in. I'll tell you, we talk about all types of different things that will help benefit you to grow in the kingdom of God. We, we, we I tell you, we peel back the, the skin and dive right into the word and go, wow, I never heard this before. I never heard this teaching. God is actually telling us this is what we got to do. I tell you, we have uh, many people around, throughout the United States just tune in and start growing in the word of God. That's for sure. You know, we've had many, many comments sent to us that I've never heard this stuff before. And they're they're hungry. Christians are hungry they for are. this. They're hungry to get help. They're hungry to get some teaching that is like meat and potatoes, as Pastor says. Yeah. We gotta, <laughs> you know, I like the meat and potatoes with gravy, brown gravy, and like the little, what are those little green trees? Green trees. Broccoli, right? Oh, broccoli. <laughs> I like those steamed broccoli with a little butter on it. Mm -hmm. Can we have some? Mm -hmm. You know, folks, uh, Luke418radio.com, we also have our apps out there on the App Store, on the iOS Apple phones, and also on the Android. Just tune into the Play Store there and, and look for it, Luke418radio network. Download the app today. We are also broadcasting on Alexa. Alexa, and you could just download the skill on your Alexa and uh, be able to tune in to Luke418radio.com. We're playing 24-7 Christian music with podcasts of different pastors and uh, wonderful teachings on deliverance, on being set free. We also have a licensed therapist on Mondays that you can call in and listen to the show. Uh, folks, this is so awesome of uh, this Luke418 radio that Anytime you want to tune in, the gospel of Jesus Christ is being presented. The music is so anointed, it pushes back the darkness. That's Again, that's Luke418radio.com. You can go to our website, Luke418radio.com, and if you'd like to support the radio outreach ministry, you can go to Luke418radio.com and click on giving. Pastor Valerie. Praise God. I just pray everyone out there listening would have a hunger to come to learning more about the kingdom of God. And the basic principles in the kingdom are things in the scriptures that many Christian churches aren't teaching anymore. That's right. And even more than that, they don't even know the basic principles. No, they don't. They know some things, as I learned as a young Christian, and the way Pastor and I were taught, but it wasn't complete. And we were finding our lives were not victorious over the enemy. We need to be victorious over the enemy. We were being 
hassled and we were having trouble in our Christian walk. We didn't seem to have that victorious Christian life, even though we were going to church and doing what we were told in those days. But it just wasn't, something was missing. Yeah, it was. And that deliverance. was just deliverance and spiritual warfare. Yeah. See, when you have deliverance and when you have uh, inner healing, man, you feel good. You feel good all over. You feel closer to God and you go, wow, this is what I've been missing. That's right. You know, and, and, and now you feel closer to God. And, and man, in fact, those things, those the hurt and the pain from the past has moved out of the way. And you can see things clearly now. And and it, and those, uh, uh, those uh, curses that were uh, like um, uh, blockages and stoppages, they've been moved out of the way and go, wow, I can really serve God. God is real. And it's great to be alive. Yes, you know, when I was many, I've, I've lived most of my life without even knowing that I had any little parts. It was so amazing when I found out that I had little ones inside me. I thought that was amazing when I found that out. And now I can get in touch with the inner healing and be free. In fact, I went through all the counseling and I completely got the curses broken off in my life. First step. Second step, I got the inner healing, and I got the wounds and deep things when I was little taken care of, and all the pain I went through when I was a child, and all the way up to adulthood, and all those deep, all those deep wounds in my life, emotional scars and traumas in my life were all taken care of. And then I got deliverance from demons, and they were taken out of my life, and eradicated and exercised out, and now I just am so free inside and so full of the Holy Spirit and so full of love and peace and joy, and even though I still get attacked from time to time, I know how to fight it, and I can stay in that joy zone, and it's wonderful to have a victorious Christian life, and now I'm serving the Lord, and it's absolutely wonderful, folks. These are the three-step process, if you would say, when you come into this deliverance ministry. And the dynamics of deliverance is so important as a Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Matter Amen. of fact, you know, on the Luke418radio.com, we have a live chat room. I just uh, logged into that. Pastor Valerie, you need to log into that. And uh, Alex was on there. God bless you, Alex. Thank you for tuning in to the Omega Man Radio on the Luke418radio.com. And uh, folks, I'll tell you, uh, we we have open, open phone lines right now. We'd love to pray for you. Maybe you want to ask us some questions of the, how to kick the double butt would be <laughs> would be happy oh, to tell you that how to kick butt yeah <laughs> we've got yeah. callers Absolutely. standing by 